Let's shout for joy. Let's shout for joy. Let's shout for joy. Hallelujah. Welcome, Papa. We celebrate your mama. Hallelujah. Lift those hands above your head and put them together with a joyful shout. Let's receive our Papa, Dr. Amen Damina. Glory. Somebody shout hallelujah. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's pray together. Father, we rejoice. And we thank you for this. Another opportunity to come before your holy, precious, written word. We come with joy. We come with expectation tonight. Your word comes with clarity. I decree that your people are built up, equipped, edified. I declare that nobody lives here the same way they came. Whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. Bodies and yokes are destroyed. And we rejoice that by the end of this service, we'll all be the better for it. So we give you praise, glory, and honor for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer sees a powerful amen. amen. Lift your right hands, let's release our feet together. So say these words, I am born of God. I am born of the world. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word. I do the word naturally. Therefore today, I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service, I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus name. And every believer says a powerful amen. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of Kingdom Life Network. All of the social media, Facebook, YouTube, and all the social media platforms. We're so glad to welcome all of you brothers and sisters online tonight. It's going to be an exciting study of God's word. We also want to welcome all of the radio audience in Aquaibom here tonight. Wherever you're hearing the sound of my voice on whatever radio station, call your loved ones, call your friends, call people you love, ask them to tune to this radio station right now. Life is flowing through the airwaves. Our social media community, let's get the word to the ends of the earth. Share the video, put them on as many groups as possible. Let's follow the earth with the truth of the gospel. All of our campuses around the world, we want to welcome all of you brothers and sisters in the campuses. Oh my goodness, we're going to have a great time as we study the word of his grace tonight. Is there anybody excited in the building tonight? Can we celebrate the word of God with a shout? Glory! Amen. Grab your pen, your notebook, your Bible. You can be seated with your sweet, smart self and of course your phones. So you share this message to all the platforms where you belong. Let's get the word to the ends of the earth. Amen. All right, we're still examining Brother Paul's revelation of identification in Christ. In Christ. We've been looking at Paul's revelation and we said that Brother Paul definitely had a Sophia. The word Sophia means an insight to the way he taught in the epistles. Now I wanted to observe what he said he wrote in his epistles. Second Peter chapter 3 verse number 15. Brother Peter's commendation of the Pauline theology. An account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation. Even as our beloved brother Paul also according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you. Next verse. As also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures, 
unto their own destruction. So now, Brother Peter begins to commend Brother Paul. And he said that Brother Paul has a Sophia, an insight as to how he explained the subject of salvation from the Old Testament. He said salvation, which is the word soteria. Soteria. And of course, you know on the face of it, when you tell somebody, what do you know about salvation? He will answer, I was a sinner. I received Jesus. Glory be to God. I'm not going to hell. I'm going to heaven. For the bigger part of the body of Christ, that is what salvation means to them. But it appears like salvation is the subject heading of Paul's numerous interventions doctrinally. And, you know, is the heading of Paul's numerous letters. So, therefore, salvation will not be for us in the Pauline letters, just like Brother Peter stressed in the scripture we just read. It will be a body of knowledge, a body of knowledge, the message of the entire Bible. He calls it salvation in the light of what he was discussing there. He gives it, you know, he calls it a body of knowledge. A body of knowledge. In fact, the way he wrote to Timothy, he even stressed it in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse number 15. 2 Timothy 3.15. And that from a child that was known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise, the word sophizo, unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So brother Paul said, Paul, I mean brother Peter said, Paul had a Sophia, an insight. And then brother Paul writing to Timothy said, Timothy has a Sophizo, he has a skill, an expertise in the communication of the subject of salvation. So he gives it like a summary, as it were, of the message of the entire Bible. And he calls that message salvation in the light of what we are discussing there. So therefore we will see that. But he uses salvation as the subject of the Bible. The subject of the Bible. Now, like when you say English textbook, this is my English textbook. Or when you say something like this is my physics textbook. Physics textbook. He uses salvation as the text as the, the bible as the textbook of salvation so salvation is the subject and the bible is the textbook of salvation that's the way brother paul uses that word salvation so when you say salvation the following things will come number one in salvation you have the christos the christos which he mentioned in second timothy three fifteen. the christos the christos Able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in the Christos. Through faith which is in the Christos. Which the Greek meaning of the word Christos is the word Messiah. Then you have the Savior. Because when you hear Soteria, you must have a Soter. A Soter. S-O-T-E-R. So you have the Savior or the Soter. Then, of course, you have the Lord. The Lord. Now, if you were in their day and age and you hear the word Lord, 
you will see that Paul uses a language that is used in human authority and human government to explain Christ, which he calls the curious in many of his writings. But here he calls him the Christos, which is Messiah. And then he calls what he does soteria. The Christos or the Messiah does save or soteria. Where you have the word sota. Sota. Now, what you have there is the imagery or the vocabulary of an empire. The imagery or the vocabulary of an empire, a kingdom, a rule, and a reign. So therefore, Paul explaining that salvation by explaining soteria and sota in his theology. You are already talking about what the everyday fellow understood in that age. Using the word soteria, using the word sota back in that age, in that Bible day, when that language was used, the everyday average person understood what all of that meant. But that is not our language in today's communication. Hence the need for exegesis or explanation of terms from scripture. Now, of course, when you are talking about soteria and sota, in Bible days, you are talking about a conquest or a claim of land or a claim of territory. A conquest, a claim of land or a claim of territory then that brings in the concept of the kingdom. The concept of the kingdom. But then let's go back to where we were a few days ago. Because yesterday in the course of teaching, I began to talk about the fact that what Jesus did for us has become for us salvation and a lifestyle. He died for our sins. And in that debt for our sins, he gives us a responsibility to also lay down our lives for the brethren. So we've established that Brother Paul's theology or Brother Paul's soteriology will always work with Brother Paul's ecclesiology. That henceforth we live not for ourselves. Let's look at that scripture again, Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse number 14. 2 Corinthians 5.14 For the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we are all dead. Verse 15 And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. So we no longer live for ourselves. We no longer live for ourselves. We live for him who died for us and rose again look at the next verse verse 16 henceforth know we no man after the flesh yet though we have known christ after the flesh yet henceforth i mean yet now henceforth know we him no more so because we don't know christ after the flesh anymore if any man in christ a new creature all things are passed away behold all things are become new. Now look at Galatians chapter 3 verse 1 to 2. Galatians chapter 3 verse 1 to 2. 
O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ had been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Next verse. This only will I learn of you. Receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Next verse. Are you so foolish, having begun in the spirit? Are you now made perfect in the flesh? So brother Paul is, is indicting the church in Galatia and bringing their mind back to the fact that it was by the spirit, by the word of faith that they were saved. Now keep that Galatians because we shall get there in the course of this study somewhere in the line. Now look at Philippians chapter 3 verse 1. Philippians chapter 3 verse number 1. Finally my brethren rejoice in the Lord to write the same things to you. To me indeed is not grievous but for you it is safe. The same things. The same things. Every time you come to church I'm saying the same things. I'm saying the same things. It is very safe for you. Very safe. Next verse. Verse 2. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. Next verse. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. So having said all of that, beware of dogs, beware of the concision, he now says, we are the circumcision which worship God in spirit. That is, we serve. The word lotterio. We serve and rejoice in Christ Jesus. We have no confidence in the flesh. Now look at verse 4. He now begins to give us a description in Philippians chapter 3 verse 4. Put it up for me. Galatians, I mean Philippians 3 4. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he had whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. So now he's giving a description of his CV. Look at verse 5 and 6 of that Philippians chapter 3. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee. Next verse. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. So now he's laying his credentials before you. Now let me ask all of you a question. Can we say that what brother Paul just described here was the mountain that the woman in John chapter 4 was referring to? The mountain. John chapter 4 verse 24. I mean from verse 20. Where Jesus met the woman and he says to her, give me water. She said, we have nothing in common. And uh, uh, he said, well, if only you knew the gift of God and who is asking you for water, you will have given me your water. I will give you living water. You never thirst again. And she said, well, are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well? And then she began to talk about mountain worship. And she began to talk about worshiping in Jerusalem. And Jesus told her at the time cometh and now is. When true worshippers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth. Now the question I'm asking is. What brother Paul just cited as his credentials. Does this sound like what the woman was talking about. As mountain worship and Jerusalem worship in John chapter 4. Exactly. Now so Paul is saying. Let me show you true worship. Let me show you through service. I have shown you the, the one that is not true. 
Let me show you through service. Through service is to not have confidence in the flesh. Through service is to not have confidence in the flesh. True service is to rejoice in Christ Jesus. Through service, which is as a result of our worship of God, is to not have confidence in the flesh. Now look at verse 7 of Philippians chapter 3. Verse 7, please pay attention. This is going somewhere. Philippians chapter 3 verse 7. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Look at the word gain to me. It means an advantage. An advantage. Now he had used that word in Philippians 1.21. Put it up for me. Philippians chapter 1 verse 21. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That is profit. Death is profit for the believer. For me to die is gain. He also used it in Titus chapter 1 verse 11. That word gain or advantage. Titus chapter 1 verse 11. Whose mouths must be stopped. Who subvert whole houses. Teaching things which they ought not. For filthy locusts sake. For filthy liquor sake. That is the people are teaching to make material gain. Same word, gain. Now, so let's go back to Philippians 3, 7 that took us around that little trip. Philippians chapter 3, verse number 7. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. So, brother Paul brings his experience in. What experience? In Luke 20, I mean in Acts 27, 21, that was the experience he is using to bring out his sunesis. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and to have gained this harm and loss. To have gained this harm and loss. Where there was a loss of the sheep. So brother Paul now mirrors that. The way he saw the sheep wreck. In his journey. You remember that now. That, that journey. The sheep wreck. He said everything that was gained to me. That I felt it was for God. That I felt it was an advantage for me. Paul said I saw it and I counted it. I love the word counted. The word counted. The word is a Greek word, hegomai. H-E-G-E-O-M-I. Hegomai. In the Greek. It is used for your own opinion. What you rate or what you rank. The things that were gained to me. Hegomai. Your own opinion, what you rate or what you rank. Something brother Paul had used in Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. Put it up for me. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But in loneliness of mind, let each esteem, esteem to count. Let each esteem other better than themselves. 
esteem others. Look at Philippians chapter 2 verse 6 where he used that word again. Philippians 2 6. Who being in the form of God taught it not robbery to be equal with God. He did not esteem it to be robbery. Um, he, he did not esteem it robbery to be equal with God. Look at verse 25 of Philippians chapter 2. Please pay attention. Philippians 2 25. Yet I suppose it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and companion in labor and fellow soldier, but your messenger and he that ministered to my wants. Esteemed it. Important. So brother Paul comes here and he says, I now saw what I thought was gain. I saw what I esteemed. I saw what looked like gain to me. Now it looks like loss. Which was Paul's spiritual growth. Because as you begin to grow spiritually, the things you think are important now, they suddenly lose value. Spiritual growth. And also it was brother Paul's true worship of God. Because when you get into true worship, it will no more be about a mountain or a location. It will be in spirit and in knowledge. The word you subia, our view of God in Christ, which is through worship. Please stay with me. So, brother Paul is dealing with the true worship of God. That is, the moment I cannot build my service on Christ's service, then it is not true worship. The moment I cannot build my own service on Christ's service, it is not true worship. It means I am having confidence in the flesh. Once it is about my abilities, my CV, and what I can naturally make available, it is no more true worship. It becomes my confidence in the flesh. So brother Paul now said, it was gain to me, but I counted it as loss. I counted it loss. Look at Philippians chapter 3 verse 8. Please stay with me. Philippians chapter 3 verse number 8. Yeah, doubtless. And I count it all, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. Do count them as dung. The loss here are the things he counted gain. He is saying now, I have seen it. This is brother Paul's spiritual growth. I counted it scubalon, feces, dung, feces. That's the raw word. Excreta. In very raw terms. He said, all my secular achievements are not better than excreta. I count them as loss that I may win Christ. This is strong, right? Then look at the next verse. The next verse. And be found in him not having my own because I have counted my own as dung. So since my own is excreta, it has no value anymore. So I am now only found in him. My true worth and value is what Christ has made of me. 
I'm no more estimated based on my secular achievements and personal efforts. It's done. Right now, I am only what I am based on what Christ has made out of me. That's spiritual growth. So I'm found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ. I'd like you to underline the faith of Christ. If I don't get there today, we will get there tomorrow. Through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Now, please stay with me. So be found in him. Now, to be found in him, this is in his service. To be found in his service. He is not talking salvation. He is talking what he now esteems. What is of value to him now. Alright. Then look at verse, verse 10 and 11 of Philippians chapter 3. 10 and 11. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his sufferings. Being made conformable unto his death. If you miss here, you shouldn't have been in church this evening. That I may know him. Now he's not talking about a continual knowing of God. That I may know him. He is not talking about a continual knowing of God. He said to have that excellency of the knowledge of Jesus. I had to consider my CV as creator. I had to consider all that the world gave to me as nothing. Let's look at this like this. Let's, let's look at Paul as a Pharisee. He got saved. He has been preaching. But his theology has not changed. He is saved. He is preaching. But his theology is not affected. And you know, there were these folks, like in the book of Acts, who were Pharisees, but believe. All they did was to combine the two. Judaism and Christianity. Like those preachers today, who preach and wear prayer shawl. They are in Judaism. Churches where they are still using olive oil. They are in Judaism. Because that is Jewish worship. Olive oil is a tradition of Jewish people that you apply olive oil on people that are sick as first aid. So the use of olive oil by Jewish people was cultural, not spiritual. And that is why in the New Testament, the only place olive oil was mentioned was by James. James, nobody else. Why did James mention oil? James chapter 1 verse 1 tells you why he mentioned oil. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes. Are you part of the 12 tribes? Why are you looking for oil? The oil is for the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. So this later is to the 12 tribes. And it was those people he told to anoint with oil as part of culture to help the psychology of the recipient. You are not even the 13th tribe, if there's anything like that. 
You are a pure, full-blooded Nigerian from Ibesipo Asutan. You are a full-blooded Akwaibomite from Etimekbo. You are an Akwaibom. You are not a Jew. Stop embarrassing your sensibility. You are a Nigerian. This letter was written to Jewish people that are scattered abroad. So everything in this letter will be relevant to Jewish people. Paul never talked about oil because Gentiles have no business with oil. Our first aid is not oil. Our first aid is TCP. So if you really want to do first aid before you pray, pour TCP on the person. Or Panadol. Panadol is part of our first aid, right? Panadol, TCP. What else? Iodine. He said, I have a headache, put iodine on his head. He said, now in the name of Jesus, because that's the way it should be. For Jewish people, it's oil, olive oil. For us, it's iodine or TCP. Eh? I didn't hear you. 3GB. GB. VB. That blue, what is it called again? Violence. It is a terrorist. <laughs> Ultra. Oh, Genta. Whatever. <laughs> I'm a man of God. <laughs> See, to even pronounce the first aid is a problem. Is it to be applying it? <laughs> Are we in the building? So, it was cultural anointing of oil. But, but you know, it's Judaism. It's Jewish practice. Prayer shawl. Washing your leg with water. is Jewish. It's not Bible. So, they were combining the practices. They now had a doctrine in Acts 15.5. You can read at home. In fact, a larger one is in Acts 21. You can also read the whole chapter at home. They now had that doctrine. James now said, A multitude of those that believe, but are zealous of the law. They are believers, but they are zealous of the law. But Paul took a decision. He could have continued like that, but he said he had to count all things as done. Scubalon. He said, I had to see it as a loss. That all the years I was practicing Judaism, I wasted years. Wasted years. It's done. Do you know what it means? It means all the Bible school he had attended as a Jew, he had to see all as shipwreck shipwreck he was not afraid to start afresh he was not afraid to start afresh i said to pastors all the time i don't care even if you have paid for a building and bought instruments that not that's not ministry that's entertainment 
if you discover you don't have the message, close down the building. Give it out. Let them use it for other things. Carry your Bible. Sit down. Let's train you. A minister without the message is not a messenger. What defines a messenger is the message. You have no ministry if you don't know how to study the Bible. You have no ministry if you cannot interpret scriptures. I don't care the visions you saw. If you like, let the voice that spoke to you break the roof down. What defines ministry is the message. The ability to interpret scripture. Yeah, that's what defines ministry. I was sharing with the brethren in Ghana, the pastors, the first session I had with them, I said to them, why did God give us the Bible? What is Bible study? What is the Bible for? We must be able to explain that. Why did God give us the Bible? What is Bible study? What is the Bible for? Because when purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. If you don't know the purpose for the Bible, you will abuse the Bible. If you don't know the purpose for this microphone, you will use it and eat yam and eggs. But that's not why it was designed. So that's why people who don't know the purpose of the Bible are using the Bible for rituals and practices. So we need to understand why did God give us the Bible? What is the Bible for? Then before we now begin to find out how do we study the Bible and how do we interpret the Bible? Because that is what defines ministry. That is the true definition of ministry. So brother Paul said he took that decision. He had to consider this as loss that he may know Christ. So listen carefully. That I may know him is not a continual knowing. See that? I used to say that I used to say that, that brother Paul even after 30 years of ministry had to pray to know God more. But that is not true. I only said that because I heard preachers say that. But when I really looked at the scriptures carefully, I discovered, no, 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 that it was not an unending continual learning. It's not an unending continual learning. And you will find out in a bit. So he now describes that experience, which is the true worship. He now describes that experience. Look at verse 10 and 11 of that Philippians chapter 3. Verse 10 and 11. Philippians 3, 10 and 11. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Next verse. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Now look at that word. The fellowship of his suffering. The fellowship of his suffering is connected to the gospel. Is connected to the gospel. That is the koinonia of his sufferings. That is the sufferings for the gospel. Paul said, be made conformable unto his death. Look at verse 12 of Philippians chapter 3. Not as though I had already attained... Either we are already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. That was with the law. Don't forget he was narrating his experience 
with the law and how that he had to abandon the law to come to the knowledge of Christ. So between abandoning the law and coming to the knowledge of Christ, he is narrating the fact that he was not perfect. He had not attained. He was not talking about after he had experienced the knowledge of Christ. He was talking about between when he abandoned the law and when he came into the knowledge of Christ. Are you following? So now he is describing a movement from one tangent to another. That's what he's describing here. Look at verse 13 of Philippians chapter 3 verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. Still within that journey. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Please pay attention, I beg of you. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. That is what he was saying. That is when he was a Pharisee, he had not attained. When he was still a Pharisee, he was already a believer, but he was a Pharisee. He had not yet attained. That is why now he has to count all of his achievements as a Pharisee, as dung that he may win Christ. So he is talking about his transition experience. Hebrew of the Hebrews, Pharisee, you know, but this one thing I do. I forget the past, I press. Look at verse 14 of Philippians chapter 3. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You know, he had said he was not perfect. He had not attained because there was a transition. But now having transitioned, Look at what he says in verse 15. Having transition. Let us therefore as many as be perfect. Now he is perfect. Why? He has attained. Why? He has given up on the law and he has pursued the purity of the knowledge of Christ. Now he has attained. He is perfect. Let us as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if in anything you be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. So that means he was only describing his experience and his transition. Now look at it. You know he had said earlier that he had not attained, but now he is going to say something very clearly in verse 18. Verse 18, pay attention. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are enemies of the cross. They are enemies of the cross. So Paul was not saying I am searching to know Christ endlessly. No. It was not an open-ended searching. He said, look, I have arrived. I have attained. I have arrived at the knowledge of Jesus. I have abandoned what I used to know. I have abandoned the things I used to count as gain for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ my Lord. Now watch this. He now says in verse 17 of Philippians chapter 3. Philippians 3, 17. 
Brethren, be followers together of me. Because he has attained. He has arrived. Be followers together. A man that has not arrived will not tell you to be following him. Because he doesn't even know where he's going. This man says, follow me and mark them which walk as you have us. For an example. As you have us. So now notice what he said is the example. I may know him and the power of his resurrection. The him he knew was the one who died and rose again. He had written about him in chapter 2 of Philippians about how him whom he knew humbled himself, stripped himself of everything that makes him God and made himself take upon him the form of a servant and died the death of the cross. That's the him that Paul knows. Paul now said, look, I am not, I'm not bearing the same that is, I am now bearing the same just like Jesus. So Paul is reflecting the ministry of Jesus in his teaching. What's the ministry of Jesus? He gave himself, number one, to pay for our sins, number two, to serve us. To serve us in his death, burial, and resurrection. And his service for us has become a pattern for our lifestyles. His service for us has become a pattern for our lifestyle. So now he teaches it for salvation and then he teaches the sacrifice of Jesus for Christian living. Look at verse 18 again. Verse 18 of Philippians. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. I have told you often times that is there is no time limit to repeat the warning. They are enemies of the cross. Watch them. Now question, why are they enemies? He said because they mind earthly things. They mind earthly things. The things I have abandoned to win Christ is their pursuit. So they are enemies of the cross. So you can see that the firstborn of legalism is materialism. The firstborn of legalism is materialism. And that is why it is one of the major problems with people accepting the gospel of Christ. Especially men of God. Materialism. Materialism. How can Dr. Damina say God does not bless materially? How can Dr. Damina say God does not prosper financially? He has missed Christ. He used to be on fire for God before. Before he got distracted. We are praying for God to bring him back. <laughs> back to where? <laughs> Have you ever heard me singing, take me back? Take me. Have you ever heard it out of my mouth? Praying for me that God will bring me back to, to, to Dong. To Escrita. Just because I say God does not bless materially. Legalism. The firstborn of legalism 
It's materialism. And that's why many of them cannot see Christ. They don't want Christ because <laughs> it will spoil business for them. They mind earthly things. That's what he said. He said, I have told you often. This is why I had to warn you. I have told you often. They are enemies of the cross. They mind earthly things. So the gospel of materialism is an enemy of the gospel of the cross. See that? The prosperity gospel is anti the cross message. You can't preach the two of them together. You can't. More and more as I study scriptures and I really get to see the mind of the scriptures, I have become very, very, what, what is that word? Is it allergy? Yeah, I'm allergic. I'm becoming very allergic to the prosperity gospel. In fact, people that used to be my friends, that I even managed them when I finally got into the gospel of Christ. I can't manage them anymore. I can't even tolerate them. I look at them preaching and I feel like vomiting. Because the things they are saying, they, they sound innocent. But because I am very skillful with scripture, I can see the poison in what they are saying. I can see the poison because I'm skillful with the word. So when they are speaking, you may not know the poison. You may think they are making innocent you may think the statements are just nice if somebody tries to understand. But I can see the tangent where those statements, I can see the slant in those statements. And I can see where such statements are going. The materialistic gospel. The gospel of merchandise. The transactionary gospel. You know the transactionary gospel. You give this, God will give this. Transaction is an enemy of the cross. Because the preaching of the cross to those that perish is foolishness. It doesn't make sense. It takes a man to be saved of Jesus to see the power in the purity of the gospel of Christ. Uncorrupted. Uncorrupted. Oh yes, uncorrupted. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So Paul said, this is why I had to warn you. Now, let's go back to that John chapter 4. Jesus started with that woman by saying, if you drink of the water that you have, you will thirst again. But the water that I shall give to you, if you drink of it, you will never thirst again. It shall be in you a well of water springing up to everlasting life. So, well of water springing up to everlasting life led to the subject of worship. And Jesus said, look, there is true worship. He took her attention away from the mundane to the spiritual. Water, water, well, true worship. Jesus' use of words. And Jesus look, took her attention away. Now, Paul picks that conversation in Christ and advances the explanation to us. He takes that conversation between Jesus and the woman at the well and advances that explanation to us. So, he takes Jesus' proskuneo, you remember proskuneo, worship, and breaks it down to you, subia, how I see God. 
how I see God. The word godliness. My view of God is in the person of Christ. I do not see God when I have a material testimony. I do not see God when I have a marital breakthrough or my wife got pregnant and had a baby. Oh, God is good. No, my view of God is not in things. My view of God is not in a new car, a new house, a fat bank account. My view of God is in Christ. Money, no money. I see God in Christ. Christ in me. My validation of God is not in the what they call breakthrough. Breakthrough. The gullible will be blown away by that. The gullible will go after such. In their churches where in every service they take out 15, 20, 30 minutes to bring people out and coach them on how to repackage the testimony. Because they believe that by giving testimony, they will draw more gullible miracle seekers to their congregation. And in such a congregation, if you give me the microphone, you will lose half of that church. Half is moderate. Maybe 90% of everybody. Because what they are looking for is not the gospel. What they are looking for is material gain. Using God as a means to that end. Many churches are fasting right now. What are they fasting for? Car, house, money, job, breakthrough, promotion. If you go to their altar, it's full of prayer requests. All the requests are materialistic. And they are fasting and gyrating, and gyrating, and gyrating, and gyrating in prayer. Why? Gain for them is the true approval of God. Destitute of the truth. We are praying here. Nobody is even talking about things. Our passion is souls, the kingdom, evangelism, strength to do the work. Why? Because our view of God is not in things, our view of God in Christ. So Christ becomes to us the sacrifice for our sins and becomes for us a servant to serve us what he has done. In his sacrifice and service, we learn to sacrifice ourselves so that the gospel will get to others. That is true worship. I'm teaching good this evening. That is true worship. That is true worship. <laughs> that is true worship. Jesus takes her from the mundane to the eternal. So, brother Paul now takes Jesus' proscenium and begins to interpret it as usubia, how I see God. Then he moves it to laterio, how I serve God. Then he takes it from laterio to diconio, my being a servant. Now, for those that need the Greek words, the word proscenium is spelled as P O. I mean, P-R-O-S-K-O-N-E-O. The word Eusebia is spelled as E-U-S-E-B-E-I-A. Eusebia. The word Laterio is L-A-T-E-R-E-O. How I serve God. The word Diconio is D-I-A-K-O-N-E-O. 
oh, my being a servant. Paul used the temple theology for us. The temple theology. It goes like this. You've seen that priest. He is going to the house to offer a sacrifice. You know that brother is the house of God. The priest goes to the temple. But today, the temple is that brother. The temple is that sister. The temple is that man. It's no more a building. You know. So you are his servant. What you will use in the temple to serve is yourself. You don't bring things to the temple. You bring you to the temple. Because you in the temple is the worship of God. So that's why Paul will say we are the circumcision. That worship. We are the worship of God. We are the worship of God. Jesus didn't give something. He gave himself. So you too. You serve God with yourself. So the temple will not be twofold. Are you still here? Twofold. Number one, the believer. Number two, the body of Christ. The temple will be twofold. The believer and the body of Christ. So Paul simply took his theology by saying, Look, you want to go to the mountain? We don't go to the mountain. Our mountain today is amongst brethren. <laughs> right now we are on the mountain. Zion. Our gathering together. So what you do for men is what you do for God. That's what Paul taught. So all this, my Christian life is a personal life. <laughs> Yes, it is personal in the sense that you are growing in the word. You are learning the word. You are committed to prayer. You are committed to fasting. But it's not personal. Because Jesus did not die personally. He died for the whole world. Jesus didn't serve God personally. He served God by serving us. So that is what Paul taught. He calls them the enemies of the cross of Christ. And look at Philippians 3, 18 and 19. Philippians 3, 18 and 19. For many walk of whom I tell you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ. Next verse. Whose end is destruction? Whose God is their belly? They are preaching for food. And whose glory is in their shame? Who mind earthly things? Somebody reached out to me and said, Dr. Damina, I'm in this particular place. I used to work. They have sacked me. I don't have a job anymore. I hear that you people are starting campuses. Can I be employed to start one? I said, brother, what do you mean by employed to start one? We want people to start campuses everywhere. Can you define employed? 
He said, that is employed. Pay me salary and all of that. Then I can start the church. I said, no. Unfortunately, in our ministry, from me to the last person, none of us is employed. <laughs> That's our service of God. We are in worship. Get a job, brother. If you truly are called to work with us, go get a job. Settle yourself. Then know that your job will be used to help you serve. He said, no. <laughs> I said, sorry, you can't work here. We don't work like that in this ministry. We have no employment for you. Go to the federal government. They have a department. Labor. Department of Labor and Employment. Go there and submit your application. Glory to God. God their God is their stomach. They came to ministry for food. And a man who comes to ministry for food cannot preach some things. Huh? He can't preach some things. He dare not because he won't have that food. He has to preach what to bring the food. I'm teaching. Enemies of the cross. Then look at chapter 4 verse 1 of Philippians. Glory to God. Philippians 4 1. Therefore my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown. My joy. Who are his joy and crown? Men. The crown that you have in heaven are the men that have been saved and discipled by you. It's not like crown, you know the crown that they put on people in the palace. No, it's Bible language. We are not going to be wearing beret on our head. I shall wear a crown. I shall wear a crown. I shall wear a crown. When the battle is over, I shall wear a crown. I shall wear a crown. The crown is not beret. <laughs> you know beret? No, you don't know. Because if you know beret, you won't answer like that. You know beret? The crown is not, we are not going to see Jesus and he will give us cap to hold. You say, we are it now. No. The souls that will follow us when we are marching to greet Jesus in the immaterial, all the people that will surround us that through our influence came to Jesus, that, that cloud around us is our crown. If you have nobody, you will go alone. While we are moving with our crowd, you will be moving alone. Jesus will say, ah, why are you alone? Waster of grace, why are you alone? So you receive my grace in vain. It is the same Jesus, I hope you know, who looked at my one and called him, you unprofitable servant. You know that I was not a good master. You took my, my talent and buried in the ground. Wicked and unprofitable. So I imagine you appearing before Jesus empty handed. <laughs> you will hear it. 
you will hear it where there will be no opportunity to make up. You are my crown. When I get people born again and I disciple them, I am adding to my crown before Jesus. So in case you are thinking of beret or cap uh, or turban. Is it turban or turban? What is it turban? A long... Say, ah, Jesus, say, bring your head, my son. We are it. Who told you? Which Bible did you see that? Put it up. Chapter 4, verse 1. Glory to God. Are you getting blessed? Therefore, my beloved, my, my, my brethren dearly beloved, and longed for my joy and crown. So stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. The brethren in Philippi were Brother Paul's crown, Colossae, Ephesus, Galatia, Corinth, all of them, Timothy, Titus, they were all the crown of Brother Paul. I'm teaching good tonight. Thank you, Lord. The value of the kingdom is in men. The value of God's kingdom is in man. Materialism objectifies persons. Materialism objectifies persons and personifies objects. Objectifies persons and personifies objects. Materialism objectifies persons and personifies objects. And it ends the worship of God. So coming from the fact that God doesn't live in temples made with hands, your theology must be that built in the theology of God in Christ. We do not reckon with things made with hands. We esteem them lightly. Things made with hand, we esteem them lightly. It's a tone and a voice that Jesus had. And therefore, Paul also had it in his explanation of Christ. How that things are esteemed lightly. We don't make a big deal out of things. We treat them where they belong. Look at the key word there, circumcision. Circumcision, a word that Jesus didn't use but explained. In New Testament Greek, Jesus used that word circumcision barely once. In John chapter 7. So Paul now begins to say, beware of the concision, the false circumcision. He says, we are the true circumcision. That false circumcision is what he was before he counted it as dung. Look at John 7, 22, 23. John chapter 7, 22, 23. Moses therefore gave unto you circumcision, not because it is of Moses, but of the fathers. And ye on the Sabbath day circumcise a man. Next verse. If a man on the Sabbath day receives circumcision, that the law of Moses should not be broken, 
Are you angry at me because I have made a man every wit whole on the Sabbath day? You circumcise a man, not a boy. And I make a man whole. Which is better? You make a man bleed. I make a man well. You are not following. <laughs> Understand what Jesus is saying. I have made him every withhold because he was talking about healing in John chapter 7. A man that he healed and they were angry. But observe, he said, I have made a man every withhold. That is Jesus' way of talking about salvation. Because healing physical body is not every withhold. If I heal your body and you are not born again, you are not whole. You are not whole. Because wholeness is spirit, soul and body. So now Jesus says, I have healed this man, I have made him whole every week. No, what he was saying is that in my resurrection, the way I heal this man physically is the way I will heal men spiritually. So he moves from the mundane to the spiritual, his way of talking. Look at verse 24 of John chapter 7. John 7, 24. Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Let's see the way Paul talks about it. Romans 2, 25 to 29. Romans 2, 25 to 29. For circumcision, that is when you benefit in circumcision. But if thou be a breaker of the law, thy circumcision is made on circumcision. Next verse. Therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision. Next verse. And shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it fulfill the law, judge thee, who by the later uncircumcision does transgress the law. Next verse. For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, Neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit and not in the later whose praise is not of man but of God. Now watch. What Jesus said, is it the same thing with what Paul is saying now? Yes. So Paul only took the verbiage of Jesus and advanced the explanation by the spirit of Christ on every concept. Teaching good? That's why Paul called, I mean Peter called Paul's teachings a Sophia, an insight. An insight given to him concerning the Old Testament from where Jesus also taught. Stay with me. And then you know in Romans chapter 4, he now discusses how Abraham was made righteous before he was circumcised. So he lets us see that the true circumcision is of the heart. Exactly what Jesus said earlier. Paul uses that phrase and he does it excellently well. So Paul's proskonio will therefore be that usubia to see God. What he has accomplished for us. Justified in the spirit. Not in the flesh. Justified in the spirit. So Paul is simply advancing the things that Jesus taught. 
let me let me mention one more thing as i close matthew 59 matthew chapter 15 verse 9 matthew 59 but in vain they do worship me teaching for doctrines the commandments of men teaching for doctrines the commandments of men that one looks like he was there when jesus wrote yet matthew was not you know was not there he had not written the book of matthew look at matthew 15 8 and 9 again matthew 15 8 and 9 then you will see the way paul will use it these people draw it nigh unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips but their heart is far from me their heart but in vain they do worship me teaching for doctrines the commandments of men now I will expatiate on the doctrine of men tomorrow and the commandments of men. Colossians 2.22. See the way brother Paul will push that verbiage. Colossians 2.22. Which are all to perish with the using after the commandments and doctrines of men. Does this sound like what Jesus was saying in Matthew? Yes. Next verse. Which things have indeed a show of wisdom in will worship and humility and neglecting of the body, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh. Next verse. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things is to expand what Jesus had taught. So we can find the epistles of Paul in the teachings of Jesus. We can find the Pauline epistles in the teachings of Jesus. Critical. Paul simply taught what Jesus said in an expansive fashion. He gives us the details. Glory to God. Consistency of theology. Don't ever forget that. Theology must be consistent. Theology has no contradiction. If there's any contradiction, it's in a man's understanding. There is consistency in theology. What Moses taught, what Jesus taught, what the apostles taught is all in harmony. They all taught from each other. That is what makes it sound theology. That is what makes it hugaino, wholesome, sound doctrine. Are you in the house? Yeah, theology must be consistent. The knowledge of God must be consistent. Yesterday, today, and forever. I didn't hear somebody shout a good amen. So tomorrow we begin to look at the commandments of men and all of that. Are you blessed tonight? Glory to God. Stand on your feet, man. That's all I've got for you tonight. Hallelujah. Zibo lakato megelia. Turn to your neighbor, say, when I pray, when I pray, when I pray for you and with you, I am in true worship. Lift your hands and begin to praise and bless and honor and worship Jesus for the privilege to, to hear his word, for the privilege to grow in the knowledge of God's word, for the privilege to be established, grounded and rooted. Go ahead and let's pray together everybody. 
Baboro Kotomega Lada Barakato Nekalea Jaco Naganga Egele Nema Agale Nemombro Gadabo Zokolonomo Ilamana Koto Barakate Negalia Egere de Gega Gelede Baba Babara Katole Baba Baragadaya Elemo Jacala Namambre Gedesa Lebro Dodo Lodo Boro Cotone Gelia Namama Mare Gedesa Gayana Sapo 
sapud miata arabo sote tenga elhiata yasa anda donte kirama elpia badanza sote eyakata yada aruapa sanga palanzege etpelege pataya asota mandie berekwanga eketo aruaba ataya agaza sapata pendo esuse biapo entalabadasha 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 e aqua tanda masosiepe etetenda palate eropo sosa mia baladanda tanda taya akemaniapa erbatata esapola magadaya ta erepo sosegede ayakama mia balataka tama erbatata ndalaba pose esose perakata ndalaba somebody declare that the more clarity come to us concerning God's word concerning God's purpose for our life we have more clarity we have more clarity concerning God's purpose and plan for our life i receive clarity masapiata i have clarity i have clarity i have direction i have prescription i have all that i need to have oh concerning the purpose and plan for my life clarity masapaya my eyes open i see through my shoto ayaga matatela de pe rema sangataya atalambada declared ya masota pilamba andando sepetorada ayapanta that should be your declaration tonight that i have clarity concerning god's plan and purpose for my life isapianda do aswa piatanga Lendo and so Payaba, I'm not left behind. I know exactly. I ye parata manga, a postocoda, a yabalanda riatate, a catan ariapa atando, or so polya bababata, a yabatendo rondo sapi, a la petanda taladia, a yasopada, a rebatada, a rebatacanda, a sampiam bosa, a lucosi bayata, a rabatatanda dea, a second. For my life, I have clarity. Yambasa palabada, clarity. Manso sakata yamanda amposabia into the plans and purpose of God for my life, for my ministry. Irabianta teya esepete taradan ematukombia ngato imposabia ta ayaladan senwandendo esekete ibaso parabada eleposabade imprata. Emperata, Kaleto Hada, Shapaka Pendo, Etekendi, Ibratwasa, Ushotoda, Elepata Penda Bregadada, Osapalada Mandamanama, Karapianda Sata, Eradadado, 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 Ipalasapi, Eduakapanya, Mamatatea, Esekupara, Piatata, 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 Etuanta Bambataya, Mesokoda, I have clarity. I have the My 
into the plans and the purpose of God for my life. Come on, declare that we have more disciples and equipped for the ministry in the church and our campuses. More, more disciples are well equipped. More disciples are equipped. That is your declaration right now that we declare that more disciples are equipped for the ministry in our churches and throughout all our campus globally. So Pia Tamanga Atopali Badahata Iatansa disciples are equipped and means are raised in the church and throughout our campuses globally. Samacha Pen Rabatando Hakwa Piatataya Azetaya and the part of Mango Hatwa Iratwa Sata Ayakatana Dida and Katarohaba Iapata Mango Shapura Iapase. Disciples are raised, disciples are equipped, disciples are trained in the church here and in all the campuses. That is our prayer, Lord. If as it is written, that the harvest is planted, but the laborers are you. And so pray the Lord of the harvest that they will send laborers, that they will send laborers even into the field. And that is our prayer tonight, Lord, that disciples are equipped in to do the work of the ministry right in the church and in all the campuses. Lord, we pray that the disciples are equipped. Sebota, 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 Taradada, Mamba Tate, Sepuda Barada, Ayalamasia, Ayabasem, Atwambaraba, Ayakatan, Asopaya, I am trained, I am equipped to do the work of the ministry. We are trained, we are equipped to do the work of the ministry, and disciples are raised through us, through us to reach out for the work of the ministry, beginning from the church and to all the campuses mando sapaya asapia balabadabadabadakatem eswambadiyota ekopondadiyaka akapali andenosha esusiyapa tekwaba imposebete ayadadadadadakriyaba elepon esondotoroto otalabadaya eleketembe epuasaba asakape elenduanda abuasa impatataya Eratatem, Aluambo Doho, Ekatenda Dia, Atangi Porea, Esotaba, Mayananda, Aruapata, 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 Theata, 
Ilaba Samba and Moshakoton and Korobo and Bagata and Takaba Osiambana and Lepanda de Porodopokosa and Susemeya and Torobotosa and Lobodototo Apostim Balata Yasapanda Dada Rabatan Ekuabadasha Ikapaya Sependo Esaparada Irapataya 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 Ilatan Asapoda Ayanada Batandaria Sopokanga de Ho Ayanta Talaba Rupianza Balaba Come on pray more Come on push some more that we declare every form of oppression upon the sand is terminated. Come on, that is a place to push. That is a place to push. Every form of oppression upon the sand is here terminated. Every form of oppression upon the saints is here but as it is written, none shall be feeble among us as it is written the joy of the Lord is our strength as it is written that I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul you prosper no oppression for the Bible said the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous I am a sample the scripture says speak the word it shall not stand they can set together it shall come to naught for God is in us for God is with us in Psalm 81 verse 10 open your mouth wide I will fill it we speak by the audacity of the spirit that every oppression is terminated every oppression is terminated every oppression is terminated As it is written of us, we are the temple, we are the heavens, 
of the Lord. Nothing defies us. Sickness is a defiler. No way. And Jesus said, Oh no, this daughter of Abraham, who Satan has bound for these 18 years, be free. And he said, Loose and Larim Kahu, Ipolatata, Asimokatia, Ayepeta, Repatua, Matuanaga, Akopo, and the death of Rupapala. Hey, the Kapuma Sopoma, 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 Aquatataya, Aladataya, Aladataya, Samadala Paladagada, Sabate, Rapatanaga, Hipprodebosa, Hipprodebosa. Azimra bondo dosa, ala da 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 ba da ba. Sumanto kendi, ala ba da da, ala ba da ta, ala ba da ta, ala ba da ta katanda da gada hiya. Etuanda rita, Suzepia, elan tonchumaya, tuangata ya, siame dosa, ekokota ubudeya, bereta tenda, asapio elaporo imbasota ayakwaba dandanda elamandando. Somebody pray some more and push some more. Declare that the influence of the spirit. It's come on men that in contact with our materials. Ela dayatata, riapata la badayasa, embosopolo. The influence of the spirit upon men that come in contact with our material. Declare that. Declare that. Declare that. That is the prayer. That is the declaration. Mando polotaya. And in Job, he said, chapter 22 and verse 28, thou shalt be created and it shall be established. Light flow your ways upon that side with decree and declare in Palataya that our material men that come in contact with them will be influenced by the Holy Ghost. By the Holy Ghost, that men be influenced, Mandala by the Spirit, Helepeata, as they come in contact with our material, both on social media, both the hard copy, a route to another. Ekatamba diapala, Soporia, Ejabarabadaya, Akukuturia, Siamandayanos, Epuatata, Sotodobalata, Siatataya, 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 Matakindo, Epalete, 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 the influence of the Holy Ghost, Matayabada, on our materials, Matokopalia, the last man come in contact. Mosopora and the Petata is the same spirit shall steer the heart, shall quicken the spirit. Mapuro Komaha, do I never 
Rabatayo, or Samandara, or Patotoloya, there are people all as a Badayam, 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 only a Paradada, Erema Pologodamadia, as what a Pango, Otopalada, Shapatenga, 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 Ekatandopo, Esutolobodia, Bapuatatin, Equapara, Soso Maria. Ayakatan, Atwaraba, Esotondo, 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 Kulabadas, Erupaya, Elebatas, Mayabondo, Equapatun, Osomadaba, Saladake, Etwambaria, Tondo Soto, Taladadua, Piapuanda, Asomagada, Shapotopia, Baratata, Barakata, Ekatata. Samalata, Samalata, Tolopaku, Iprakata, Ayematon, Orogotoyo, Esapetaya, Eracatepe, Lepotopasa, Mayatapulo, Ipatanga, Osomaria, Ayatapa, Epalata, Epalata, Yata, Samata, no, 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 Ekupusoma, Yepete, Aruteba, Epalan, 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 Lift your hands. Thank the Lord for answers. Come on, thank Him. Answers are rolling. Hey, We give you praise. Go ahead, go ahead and give him praise. Lego Zobia and Angle de Bondolo de Boracatone Kelene Mambra Gadabara Cotone Kelene Mama Egebo Jekelene Mondo Lodo Legro Godobo Zekelene Mamambra Gadagale de Bobro Godobo Rocotone Kelene Manacatona Kelene Moho Egebo Jacala de Babra Racotombe Geline Mamosa Engelene Mosoto Lodabrina Catolia Lava Egebo Jacale de Babra Racoto Begeline Mamonda Le borro kotume gele ne mando Egele ne bo jakala ne babra Gadaba zokala ne megenge Engele ne mosotolia Agarabado zokolo do bebre Gedege jekele ne ma Engele ne mosotola Egeba zokonda Engele ne mosotola Engele ne bo zakela Engele ne bo zokola Agabato gele Agabato gele Agabato gele Agabato gele Agabato Togele, Agabatogele, Agabatogele, Angelenemosota, Angelenemosota, Egelenemosake, 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 Angatoga, Angatoga, Angagaga, Angatoga, lay hands on yourself, begin to speak to your health, speak to your body, speak to your organs, speak to your system. Whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. Every infirmity, every disease, every oppression of the enemy. Call your body an instrument of God. Declare your body a weapon in the hand of God. Declare your body an instrument of service. Declare your body a... 
bought with a price. Declare your body God's weapon for the preaching of the gospel. God's weapon to serve the purpose of God to this generation. Open your mouth. Command your bones to be strengthened. Your body to be refreshed. Speak to your heart, your lungs, your kidneys. Speak to your systems. Every system in your body. Respiratory system. Digestive system. Nervous system. All the systems. Command them to be made whole. Command them to be refreshed. Every tissue, every ligament, every tendon, every vein, every artery, every joint, every marrow. My body has been bought with a price. Therefore, I glorify God in my body and in my spirit, which are God's. I declare concerning the systems in my body, they are quickened by the Holy Ghost. They are made whole. Like Korato Bega Dega Dagaya. Like Rato Shekel and Amosataya. Agaba Sokel and Amosa. My brain cells, they are active. They are responsive to the word of God. I attend to the word of God. Like Rodobo Shakal and Amah. The word is life to me. The word is health to my flesh. My body responds to the healing word. My mind responds to the healing word. My organs respond to the healing word. Like Agaba. I'm strengthened with might by the spirit in the inner man. Lego Shotala, Lego Shotala, Lego Shotala, Lego Shotala, Angama Sotalaba, Agarebo Soteleba, Egebo Jagaya. In the name of Jesus, can I hear your amen like thunder? I want you to say with me, I am God's instrument of service to my generation. I have been bought with a price. I am God's property. I am bought with a price. I glorify God in my body and in my spirit, which are God's. Every system in my body responds to the word of God. By his word, I am healed. I am whole. I am strong. I am healthy. Every organ in my body submits to the healing word. My heart, my liver, my kidney, my organs, they are responsive to the word of God. My bones, my tissues, my ligaments, my cells, they respond to the word of God. Whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. Rooted out. Rooted out. Rooted out. Rooted out. Rooted out. In the name of Jesus, I am strong. I am well. I live long. I am healthy. In the name of Jesus, my body is the vehicle of the purpose of God in my generation. I am healed. I am well. I am far from oppression. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. By the word of the Lord, I declare. I run through a troop. I leap over a wall. I declare by the word of the Lord. My steps are ordered. I know what to do. Throughout this year, I have clarity of direction. I know the plan. I know the purpose of God for my life. I walk in the light. I stay in the light. Intentionally, I walk in the light. I stay in the light. I shall not stumble. I shall not be distracted. Throughout this year, I serve the purpose of God to my generation. I preach the gospel. I raise disciples. I preach the gospel. 
I raise disciples. I preach the gospel. I raise disciples. I have a door of utterance. I speak the word with boldness. I declare the word with boldness. The Lord is working with me. Confirming his word with signs and wonders. I declare I'm a terror to the kingdom of darkness. Wherever I am found, the devil will not find it easy. I cast out demons. I cast out demons. I raise the dead. I cleanse the lepers. Miracles follow my ministry. And in the name of Jesus, I declare, I will not be lazy. The zeal of God has consumed me. The zeal of God has consumed me. I am saturated with desire and appetite to do the will of God. For this purpose, it is written in the volume of the books, I am come to do your will. I do the will. I walk in the will. I do the will. I walk in the will. I do the will. I walk in the will. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. And I declare, I am far from oppression. No plague shall come near my dwelling. I am far from attack. And in the name of Jesus, I am courageous. I am steadfast. I am strong. I am focused on the advancement of the gospel. In Jesus' name, I didn't hear that. Amen. Every disease that has defied medical attention in the body of anyone among us in our campuses, anyone that belongs to this ministry, Satan, get your hands off. Get your hands off. I command every cancerous growth, wither and dry up. Dry up. Dry up. Dry up. Dry up. In the name of Jesus. Satan, lose your holes. Lose, 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 lose. In the name of Jesus. Paralysis flush out. Life flows through the veins. Through the cells. Through the arteries. Life flows through all the tendons. The tissues. The ligaments. Life flows through the joints. Through the marrow. In the name of Jesus. We command every heart disease corrected. High blood pressure crash. Sugar diabetes we don't come out. In the name of Jesus. Sickness shall not operate in this family. We resist you Satan. We resist you demons. You flee from us. In the name of Jesus. The God of Bojakaya. Nengongwanglo do Bozaka. Elabato Baligeda Bado Jakalaba. And I decree you're strong. You're refreshed. You're fired up. And you fulfill the purpose of God. In Jesus' name. Can I hear that? Amen on a note of finality. If you believe it is done, do what people who receive from God are supposed to do. Glory to God. Hey! Ay, 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 Glory! 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 Friends, we will preach this gospel running. We will preach this gospel flying. We're not going to crawl. We'll be running and preaching. We'll be flying and preaching. The whole world taking over. By the gospel of Christ. Somebody shout I'm a witness. Say I'm a partaker. In the advancement. Of this mandate. 
we will cover the earth. Twelve men shook the world. How many thousands are we? How many millions are we? Zagadagaba. It is done. Your work on earth is done. Your amen is not good enough. Your work on earth is done. In Jesus name. Can I have a powerful amen? Are you enjoying yourself in these 40 days? Glory to God. Tomorrow we're back quarter to six. You know we continue with teaching. Tonight we're live at nine o'clock online. Make sure you join and join the flow. And then nine to eleven. Tomorrow morning five to six. We're back here tomorrow evening. This week is going to be hot. Because this week is about the full week we have. Before it is over. I have many things to say and you will be at them. God punish the devil. Somebody shout hallelujah. This year you will make plenty money. You will make much, 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 much money. The next time we are looking for $100,000, one of you will give it as you didn't even. You say, Dr. Davida, take it. Preach the gospel. Leave that side. Leave that side. We will take care of that side. Zabodagaba. Who am I talking to here? Yeah. Somebody shout, much money. Much more money. God punish the devil. The earth is still the Lord. And the fullness thereof. Everything in the earth still belongs to God. And we have access to these things. Somebody shout, my passion is to see the gospel cover the earth. I make money for the gospel. I didn't hear a powerful amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we're letting you go. Remember, quarter to six tomorrow, we're back here and all the online meetings, don't miss them. We love you. Grab your offerings. We want to give and celebrate what God has done for us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we pray for everybody giving, those giving online, on television. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to worship and to honor what Christ has done. Our offerings are a sweet smell. And we rejoice that we are partakers of the advancement of God's purpose on the earth. And we thank you for the privilege to give our finances. Thank you for all those who have given to us the $100,000. Lord, as we keep praying, we rejoice. Because they will make much more money. Together, we will do much, much more this year in the advancement of the gospel. And we give you praise that every need is met supernaturally. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful amen. Hey guys, good night. We'll see you in the online and we'll see you tomorrow quarter to six. Be blessed. Can I have a powerful amen? Anywhere on the pulpit, drop.